Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur! Hello, it's Alex from The Mentoring Effect, and uh, I have with me Lynn Fitzy, or Lynn Fitzpatrick, <laughs> with me. And um, yeah, Lynn is my friend. I met her at a networking event, and I think she has an amazing story, and uh, she's a very successful woman, and I would like to share her story with you guys. Hello, welcome. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on, Alex. <laughs> Happy to have you. Okay, I will just start straight away. If you can... Um, Maybe tell us something about you, some kind of wrap up of your life and uh, just go anywhere you want. But yeah, tell us some kind of overview, where you are from, where you live. How did you come to the point where you are now? Okay. Well, the quick overview would be I'm Irish, obviously, as you can hear. I've lived in Australia for 13 years coming this year. I studied a degree. I always wanted to be a vet, studied a degree in zoology. Wow. I didn't know that one. <laughs> yeah. I have a degree in zoology. Um, I worked with camels. So I trained camels whilst in Australia. Wow. Um, I've done lots of random stuff. I get bored easy. And then I opened my own business. So I opened two pole fitness studios uh, in WA and then I fell into network marketing for health reasons. So that's where I am today. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I fell, but I'm now there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I actually, I, I would love to ask about that uh, training. Training some animals is generally like I think it's hard work, but I'm not sure. Like, can you tell me about that a little bit? Because how did you come? Well, I love animals. I just love animals full stop. And I knew obviously at the time when I was studying that I didn't have the, didn't get the grades to become a vet. And that's why I yeah. did zoology. I find animal behavior fascinating because, well, one, they can't tell you what's wrong, but I think that they're such empathetic animals. Like they, any animal, sorry, is very empathetic. And I just love the connection that you get with animals. I mean, I used to know 52 camels by face right people say camels look, all look the same I'm like no they don't and they have completely different personalities as well I mean some are really good huggers some aren't as good some scare the living crap out of you you know so I've had lots of experience with them because obviously they're wild animals some of them haven't been domesticated so um that actually taught me a lot of patience it uh, definitely gave me an experience of to stand and hold my own because funnily, I don't know if I should be saying this in an interview, but I quit before I got sacked. And this was, this was purely on the basis of, I didn't agree with how the particular company treated the animals. So yeah. I was able to, I was able to get the animal to do what I wanted to do through building up the emotion inside of myself. I know this sounds a little crazy. They used to call me camel whisperer. Um, but it's because, you know, if I wanted them to do what I wanted them to do, I would get re like cloud, for example, cloud was being a cheeky little rascal one day and they were using methods that uh, were more physical than that I wanted to use. Um, and so I just got really cross inside myself, used my energy, walked him around in a circle and hushed down, made him sit down and he did it. They find my method unduplicatable. And so that's where I just came to a point where I was like, no, 
I still, number one, it doesn't suit me to have a boss. I don't like being told what to do. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but two, I was like this, this, you've got to be patient. You've really got to be patient and definitely with the energies as well. Yeah. So I know I've loved working with animals. Hence the very easy transition I made into uh, pole fitness. Yeah. You know? We're kind of like monkeys swinging off poles. That, that was my... <laughs> definitely understand that one <laughs> but yeah that's that's amazing when you mention uh, animals because they actually uh, we are able to learn from them so much and about actually ourselves as well i always had dogs and even if i was moving to other countries and i knew i'm not staying i always kind of adopt a dog or help the dog and it's something that i always miss because i think animals are so important and they should be part of our life even if you have kids you know like they I, I, that's my opinion. They should always have dog or cat or something. I'm not yeah. a very cat person. I will be very honest, but I, I love dogs. Well, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie either, Alex. I'm not a cat person either. However, I'm good to all animals, but I would choose a dog okay. any day over a cat. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. We're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. And um, yeah, I know you started that pole dancing studio. I talked about that a little bit with you, but how that idea came up like how that why well well 2009 i've always had a bad back actually right from i was young i was put in a body cast uh right right my back and, and stomach area because i grew too fast so the back problems no one was able to ever do anything for me so when i in 2009 a friend of mine started doing pole dancing lessons in perth and i had moved to melbourne at the time and i had started doing pilates classes and I thought, oh, I'll give Paul a try. Started it, went, oh my God, this is so fun. I can lift myself. This is cool. So I thought, let's do that. Now, as this was happening, um, this was the year that I got a phone call in the, uh, in the May to say that my dad was just diagnosed with a terminal disease. So I had done about oh, maybe 12 lessons, 12 weeks worth of lessons, flew home to Ireland. Um, couldn't believe that I found a pole studio in Ireland. I didn't even, who'd apparently been around for five years, but I had never heard of them. <clears throat> and um, continued doing pole there. And uh, yeah, just that was really, I think, I'd totally lost my train of thought here, but um, whilst doing it, I remember like daddy was sick and he was in hospital and he said to me, Lynn, what are you going to do? And I remember thinking, God, I've never really done a real job. I've never really done a proper job or anything anybody could be proud of me for. So daddy always talked about if you want to, if you want to be successful, you know, you need to have a business. You need to go into business for yourself. So I thought, right, I wonder, could I open a pole dancing studio? You know, shortly after that, he passed away in July. Um, I came back to, I, I came back to Australia uh, to get the visa granted because I actually got a visa granted on the basis of the zoology degree. Uh, went back to Ireland um, and then on the flight back to Australia in March 2010, I remember sitting on the airplane thinking, I'm just going to open this pole dancing studio. My pole instructor said, if anyone can do it, I can do it. And I'm thinking, I have five months experience. Hello. But I thought, well, I'm going to have to learn. I'm just going to have to jump in the deep end and learn how to do it. And I thought, well, I'll give this six to nine months. I'll give myself a chance. And this was in the end of March. I opened my studio on his one year anniversary, which was the 1st of July, less than three months later. 
Great. Congratulations. That was Hi. great. <laughs> <laughs> Did I know what I was doing? No. Yeah, I know that feeling. I just, I just remember sitting on the plane, you know, trying to do a business plan. But I didn't know what a business plan. I didn't have a business degree. I didn't have anything. All I had was a vision. Yeah, I just had a vision, which was to empower women, to get them strong, to give them a place where they could come in. Didn't matter where they were from, what they did, they could become strong, confident, love themselves, love their bodies, and just have have a community of women who lifted them up. That was really where I wanted to go. So it didn't really matter um, how I was going to get there. I, like I said, I was going to feel my way forward. But yeah, so that's how that started. I think it's very important to have vision because that vision is feeding your, you know, actually commitment and, and doing things. And, and how, how, how else you can be self-disciplined or motivated if you don't have vision. I, I absolutely agree. That's amazing. I really like your passion about that. When you talk about that, you are just so excited. <laughs> and yeah, sorry. Yep. No, no, no. I was going to say, no, but it, it's funny, you know, back then, obviously I know about visions just now, but I never really had a label on that. I didn't really know yes. what that was all about back then. I mean, I even remember about a year in to having the first pole studio, I, someone said to me, oh, you should do a vision board. And I didn't have a vision board, but I started putting things in a vision book. And, and it was about a year after that, then looking back that I'd started to realize there was my second pole studio, which I'd said that I wanted. There was the car that I was going to buy, but I'd forgotten I'd even put it in the book. Oh, that's, that actually happened to me. That was so funny because I had like a small journal and mm -hmm. I, I make a plan, like what I want. I don't know how that came, but it was like, I don't know. And when I'm going back, it's just fi funny year. It's like 15 years ago or 20 years ago. I'm, they're all like plans, what I want and where I want to live. And I always say like, I want to live somewhere where is the ocean. I actually moved slowly to the ocean. Like I was, I was, I was living in Thailand. And it's for me, that was always just going slowly, slowly closer. Yeah. And it's so funny. And I always dream to be in Australia. I don't even know. Like, I can't remember that, but it was like a, like a children, child dream. And it's so funny how that actually, when I found out that notebook, I have it actually with me here because I was just going back and I was like, I actually, what I put in that everything happened, almost everything happened already. Mm. Like everything is done. Everything is achieved. That means I just need to create new plans. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I know it's so funny when everything's done subconsciously or if all decisions were easy, that would just be amazing. You know, it was yeah. like, the, it was like the decision that I made this one time, not that I recommend it, but I did it. I wanted to see if I could complete it. I stopped drinking alcohol for 16 weeks, not because for any particular reason, just to see if I could, just to see if I could make a goal, make yeah. a plan and follow through. Yeah. You know what? Easiest decision I ever made. Yeah, this is the thing. When we set up the goals, we, we feel like, oh, this, is, this looks really bad. Like I can't achieve that. It's, you know, too long or this, this will be hard. And it's same with alcohol. Like everybody will, you know, drink around us but it's easy when you set it up for me, actually, I need to have like a vision on my wall. I need to have days and I need to take off the days. That's, that's what works for me. I need to see that. I need to actually yeah. see my achievements and result. And I'm, I need to see I'm closer, closer to that one day that I can have chocolate or I can have, you know, glass of champagne. And it's, it's funny. I, like everybody, everybody's using something else, I guess. But and, sure. and telling it, telling it as well, saying it out loud. Anyone who asked me, I would tell them. I would just tell them. So I felt like I was having to keep myself accountable by just saying what I was doing. You know, it's like exactly the same with the vision or goal, yeah. you know, you know, the only way to just remind yourself, you know, it's like the whole motivation thing, motivation thing. You have to remind yourself daily, you know, 
why you're doing what you're doing. That's what I personally find, you know, which will lead me into another why in a second. Mike. That's, Mike. that's what I want to ask because I, I know your why or your story is huge. And uh, I would like to ask because now you're jumping from the, from the pole dancing studio. And uh, I think that was amazing, but there was kind of decision made that you, uh, you, you realized that it's probably not enough. Or I, I want to know why you decided to go to actually uh, network marketing because that's mm -hmm. totally different business absolutely different and i also would like to hear your why because i think that's sure okay well my why initially was because my health went there was probably the stress of running the business which i didn't know that stress was a real thing i remember daddy talking about stress but i don't remember i remember thinking and then you'd hear all these people going off and stress leave and i'm like what even is this <laughs> thing they talk about stress what even yeah. is well turns out it's a real thing um, so I, my stress put my immune system into compromise. Uh, a friend said to me, Oh, I've got this system of products. It just helps. It's a healthy system. It'll bring your body into balance. Uh, and so to be honest, the only reason I said yes, cause I was desperate because I came from a clean eating background. I came from a background of exercising 16 hours a week. So I was already doing everything right. So how was I, how was my immune system compromised? So anyway, uh, I, I took this system of products, basically, uh, changed the health. And funny that I ended up in a, in a health system, especially because of, you know, daddy dying from a, from a health problem. It made me kind of realize, well, number one, health has to be first. I don't yep. care what business you're in. If you do not feel good in your body and you're having sickness and disease, like an environment in your body where that can happen, then what's the point in even working? It, no, it's actually influencing your work as well. I absolutely agree because you can do, like, you can perform. Like, when I was sick or depressed, you know, and when I had my trauma, I actually realized after three years when I came out from the trauma, like, I was not performing at all. And my business was not going anywhere. Yes. Yeah. Don't do right thing when we are actually not helping. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, but it's amazing having the mindset of, you know, when you, when you're already doing what you think is all the right things and being in that skeptical position it's like as much as i'm skeptical i'm desperate because i have to have something work if i want to keep the pole studio doors open so that was the desperation where it was like well if this doesn't work i don't know what else to do genuinely because i'd been to every expert and no one could tell me what was wrong and no one could give me anything to fix me so yes, and this just tired, just stressed. <laughs> it was the, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so, so basically fell into that. Um, the network marketing aspect, I did not want to do it as a business. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not selling this stuff to my, you know, to my customer, my clients who came for pole. They're not, I don't want to be, they don't want to be sold a product. Yeah. But that was from beginning. Everybody was started because I think the techniques for, for networking, network marketing, they were so different before because you had to push and you had to sell to your friends, your family. And after that, mm. your friends didn't want to meet up with you. That means I absolutely understand. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did every mistake but in the book to be honest. How do you overcome everything? <laughs> I did. I was like, I was like verbal diarrhea on speed. Like I was like anyone who'd listen, I would talk at them. It was hilarious. But the funny, but the funny thing about it was, is that I was ignorance on fire. I had such passion and such belief. You, it was unshakable. Like no one could take away my 
response to using a system like that. No one could take yeah. my, my results. They were clearly visible. I was a product yeah. of the product and they knew me before. And I think that's important that you change, you actually, you use them and you felt change and help you with your health and yeah. actually saved your life, saved your business. And you don't know what else actually that, that system probably saved. And I guess that's how you can sell the product. Well, put it this way. Nine years ago, when I first had a shake, just over nine years ago, there's no way in hell I thought that I would still be drinking a shake for breakfast nine <laughs> years later. There's not a chance. And being able to live a life of freedom where I do get the choice to travel, I do earn residual income, I still love what I do, regardless of working part-time or whatever, whatever I invest into it, it reaps back. But the lives that I'm changing, giving people the opportunity to change their own life and just facilitate, say to them, give me your hand and I'll help you do this. You yeah. tell me your goals, I'll take your hand, let's go. Yeah, you know, I think that's amazing. It's amazing because there, there are so many systems that, you know, like your, your business, it's something that can change life. And I'm always saying people same thing because you can travel because all these actually podcasts is about traveling that because I was moving from the country to the country and I always silly way opened business in the country from zero. And I didn't think like, Oh, maybe the business can travel with me. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a huge different now. Actually I'm thinking different way because I have all this experience and it's like, no, I want to do something that I can take with me anywhere in the world. And I yeah. think that's what is amazing that you're actually doing that. And I think it's important that you can be guide for people. You can help them to do the same. They can travel. They can still have amazing income because I know your income is amazing. I'm not going there, <laughs> but I'm really curious about another thing because you were talking about your, your story or what brought you to that actually wanting to have that income and actually, because I know you're not thinking about yourself. I know you don't want to help just yourself, but you, you had a really big story and I think that will be nice to share. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I was initially just sharing this with anyone I could. And it was just a, a matter of people would ask me, I was sharing it, okay? Now, it was about two and a half, three years into the business that I went home to Ireland. And my brother beneath me, I got three brothers, an older brother and two younger brothers. <clears throat> and John T had a little girl. He had the first little grandchild in the family. And I remember being at his house and he was... He actually took over the business from my daddy whenever daddy passed away and actually took it from a business which was sinking to above so where he could breathe and make it, you know, successful. Yeah. Uh, and he was working. He was leaving the house at six o'clock in the morning and he was coming back six, seven, sometimes eight o'clock at night. And I remember looking at wee Sadie. Now, Sadie would have been his daughter. She would have been maybe two. And it absolutely broke my heart because all I could see was myself. And I don't want to get emotional on this, but all I could see was a little girl that just wanted her daddy. It just wanted time with her daddy. So that was my choice to say, number one, I identified that. I said to John, I said, you can't do this. You can't, you can't do this to her. And, and I made him realize that, that, that life is more about you know, connections than making the money. The money will come. So 
I was going to change the financial blueprint of the family. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm just going to have a drink of water. <laughs> I was going to change the financial blueprint of my family. Um, no one was ever going to suffer if I'm going to bring children into this world, if that's what I choose to do. They're going to have both parents. And they're gonna have both parents that are present that don't have to go out to work all the hours that God sends um, so that they can you know, have, have, make enough money to make ends meet and to be able to treat us or do whatever. You know, don't get me wrong. I was really well brought up and daddy worked so hard. And he, you know, we had an, in, my, we were kind of spoiled to be honest. We had an indoor swimming pool. We had a tennis court. We had like everything that every, I mean, I'm extremely lucky. I was brought up spoiled. However, I never acted spoiled. <clears throat> so I want to give um, my children, and if I don't have children, my nieces, my family. I've just moved two days ago and I got a picture of my family on my desk because I have to re-enroll myself and re-motivate myself every day to remind myself why I'm doing this, why I get up early, why I might take, you know, I'll take a break through the day, but why I'll stay on calls till late. Because if I'm going to do this for them, I'm going to help as many people as possible do that for their families and help them realize that if they don't want to be stuck in the rat race and if they want an opportunity, Jiminy, if, if, if I can do it, anybody can do it, to be perfectly honest. I'm a country girl, you know, who was not a top A student in school, who worked goddamn hard to get where I am. <clears throat> but because I suppose right now, as someone said to me, you're working in your zone of genius. You're working in something you're so passionate about and you, you're changing lives. You're creating the future for yourself, but you're also helping other, people's create, other people create theirs. Then there's no other way. There's, it's not possible not to be successful. Do you know why? Because I will never give up. And I say to people, just never give up. Yeah. It's not easy what I do. We were talking about this before. Yeah. It's not easy, but it's simple. And there's no boss of me. I have to do this for me because no one's going to pay my bills. No one's going to change my body, my health. I can self-sabotage if I want, but I can't lie because it'll show up on my body. Yeah. And if I don't do the work, it shows up in my business. And I'm not going to lie about it, you know, but being in network marketing. So even though... I didn't want to give away my baby that I created in those pole studios. It got to a point where I was six years into the business and, and I was like, I love pole, but when you have to do, when you do your passion as your job, if it's very physically demanding, it's pretty tough on the body and it ain't going to last forever. Let's just say that. I so, believe, yeah. so having that secondary income stream, which then flipped to the primary income stream, gave me the, give me the choice. I just want a choice, Alex. Yeah, I absolutely understand. And it's, to, it's your freedom and it's, it's, you can really travel. You can really do whatever you want right now. And I think that's the business choice because, you know, you can be really good in a business, but you probably already even didn't know about that, but you are already thinking like, well, how I can do better. Because probably that's even better. Because I, I had my my shop in Thailand, like I had the uh, coffee shop, and it was on the spot, you know. And, and when I traveled back home, I, I just found out that it was one month that was closed most of the time. 
because you can't rely on other people and you want to have break. And I know you're traveling a lot. That means I know you have, you have so much time to see your nieces, you know, and you can actually travel. And that's important. And exactly when family is important and you're living in Australia, that, that traveling is the part of that. I'm the same. Like, I, I mean, it's so good, right? The fact that I have gotten to see my niece, my nieces yeah. every six months since they've been born, at least, that's, that's unreal. For me, that's why I do this. Yeah. And that's why I help them do this as well. And here's the funny thing, you know, because people have said to me, oh, you're only doing it because you're making money. I get some of those people. That's fine, right? I'm going to get it. Not everybody's going to like me. That's fine. But here's the thing. If you, if you took all the money away from me, don't take the product off me and don't take the product off my family. That's how much of an impact it's made to the, to the uh, mental stability to the mood, to the lives, to the just the complete and utter lifestyle of my whole entire family. Yeah. So I know how to work. So I'm not scared of work. So if this was to be wiped, I already have the foundations yeah. and the skills to apply into anything. That's exactly. And that's what you have in you. You have your brain, you have already your experience and that nobody can take you, take that away. And I always said the same thing because I started a few times from really from zero, from scratch. And I had, I had times that I didn't have any money and I never been scared about not having money or, you know, like, like being like, yeah, I, I won't be able to buy something or, or feed myself or, you know, like it, I never really, I would never been scared. It's very weird, but it's exactly the same thing. Like I, I know I have brain, I know I can do things. I know I can work hard. And people, people say like, you don't need to work hard in your business. You have to work hard. People don't understand that the first few years you have to work hard and it doesn't matter whatever somebody tell you, uh, because there are coaches that saying, you know, like there is actually, there is something, I don't know, magic formula for doing business and, and making millions of dollars in three months or four months. We both know that is not possible in any business because when you are real and when you are in business, you know how long it takes and yep. how much how much how many hours it takes and we don't have more hours everybody has 24 hours a day and we still need to sleep that means there is no more time in a day and you it's just well i mean i think in business obviously you need time energy and money right yeah. but the only advantage that i have over time energy and money which is mo which most people invest in their business is i have leverage yes i have leverage leverage that impacts and flows all the way so it's everybody helping everybody. But you know something, Alex, funnily, just to sidestep off this and, and absolutely agree with you. And it's, it is a very rare quality, but I have never imagined a lack of money. Now, I don't know where that came from. I have never thought to myself, I'm never going to have enough money. I don't know where that, I don't know if that was just, I don't know where that's come from. I've never thought of not having money because I know how to work, you know. But one thing that being in network marketing has done for me because if I really look at it, what is it? It's essentially, it's a vehicle uh, that uh, it's a personal development journey with a compensation yeah. plan attached to the point where um, I don't mind if you, you mean, I, I don't mind sharing this, but you know, about a month and a half, um, when did, when did this crisis start? About a month and a half ago, yeah. mm, I lost $180,000 overnight. Yeah, I know. We talk about it. Yeah. I remember. And yeah. And, 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 and funny, you know, for most people that would absolutely devastate them. They'd fall in a hole. They'd go. And I've never, 
I remember you came, you were like, oh, I just lost $180,000, but it's okay. I can make them back. <laughs> I remember your reaction. The thought process, yeah. I'll tell you the thought process. The thought process for me was like, oh, that doesn't feel real. <laughs> I'm really calm. Why am I so calm? And I think because it was part of the training that I have done um, in the network marketing is that the story that I create, so there's the event, which is what happened. The story that I create around it will create a problem. If I don't have a story about it, there's no problem. If I just look forward and don't look back and just be grateful for what I have now, you know, um, then, then money is just another form of energy. I know how to make it. I know how to work hard. I've got a great mind, which is an invaluable asset. And you just, yeah, you just basically replicate what you, what you already have done. And, and that's what we do. And uh, if you have already seized them and you know how to make money, you will always make them. And that's why it's very sad when you see people and they struggle because they still don't have system. They still don't know how to overcome that 5,000 a month, 6,000 a month or 10,000 a month. And you can see there is just a system. They repeating the same thing and they never change and they still repeat and that never change and their income never change. And yeah. I, it's absolutely amazing. Like exactly, you're just testing and you're doing something different and you did a few different businesses and you know which one is making you enough money that you can influence your family, how you can actually help your family, how you can travel more. And it's giving you all that, what you really need to have in your life or to feel in your life or experience in your life. And I think that's very important that people, people really forgot, forgetting that, uh, that experience they can have from life, not just chasing money because it's yeah. not about money. It's, no. it's, it's so true. And people say like, oh, it's easy to say when you have them. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. It's the mindset from the beginning because I didn't have money before and I still didn't say the things that you say. There is, it's really think about your language, how you talk, what do you think about money? I think that's, that's, that's the very important, actually, we're all going for personal development, all these trainings. But it's funny when you mentioned that, uh, that even basically there was uh, in Quantum Leap, in our, in our program, same thing, like you creating story. And we always talk to people like you create your story. That's, that's your perspective. Yeah. Basically, same thing. We, we can watch same thing, same movie. And when we will come out from the cinema, you will say like, oh, it was boring. And I will say like, oh, it was amazing love story. <laughs> and we have I totally know. different different opinion because it's our perspective, how we see things. And someone can say that 180,000 is a huge amount of money that you lost, but someone can say like, oh, that's nothing, you know, like it's just, it's always replicable. You can make it and it's nothing. Well, as they always say, only through shock comes change. (laughs) 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 It definitely does. But you know, like I said, you know, if you have the right mindset, you have definitely got a head start you've not got everything but you've definitely got a head start you know i i you know how you were talking about yeah we were talking about the um not worrying about having money because you know you know how to make it and stuff but i remember that just triggered a memory for me when i was in university i remember walking into coffee shops and wherever i was and i just remember distinctly seeing people on laptops and thinking, God, I wonder what they do. How cool would it be to have a job like that? Gave it no more thought for years and years and years. No more thought, none whatsoever. Not even imagining that it was possible that I would be doing such a thing, which is hilarious, you know. But I suppose it's just having an open mindset and being coachable. You see, this is the thing. A lot of people want a lot of things, but they can't. It's, I mean, for me personally, because I'm pretty strong-minded, 
um, and I would say no boss I know <laughs> not like a boss yeah it's it's hard to be coached because you have to set your ego aside you know firstly you have to recognize your ego is what I had to do and know that I didn't have to know everything and that I had to sort of <laughs> take like someone else's hand and let them help me yeah you know and that you know I suppose it's like going into any new job you'll do the job they know how the job's done best for their business or their company you do what you're told and that fits their systems and stuff so but to have someone do that initially and then to be able to train team into that is like it's much more empowering but it's definitely more humbling yes it is yeah you know i have to say yeah. and i'm still i'm still learning like nine years in uh nine years in now i have obviously got a mentor and a mentoring group but it yeah. took me took me nine years or sorry eight and a half years to go hmm I'm kind of stuck in a certain place. I, I know that I can help more people. I know that I can do better. I should do something different because otherwise if I don't do anything different, nothing's going to change. So that's what I had to do different was reach out and get that mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I saw a lot of people, even when I was younger and I had business, I, I probably started with business too young because I was doing my stuff and I figured out everything by myself. It, it was, don't take me wrong. It was running nine years and it was quite good and it was, you know, making me in income and I sold it out and I was able to move to Thailand and open another coffee shop. But the major thing is that I, that time I was thinking like, I want to know how they do it. I always was thinking, I want to know how they actually, they have really good agency. That's really cool. I wonder how they do that, how they connect with other people, how they get these, you know, great clients. And, and this is the thing, we already thinking about that and you just need to reach out someone that already achieved that or any coach or mentor that have experience in that area yeah. or any, anyone who already achieved that. It doesn't need to be mentor or doesn't need to be working in that industry. But I guess any person that already achieved results, like I will probably ask you if I will go to network marketing, I will definitely ask you and I will definitely work with you because I know you know exactly what to do. And we already spoke about that. That means for me, that's something that I will look for guidance. Like this, you're the person. And I think we always should find or look for a guide because that's the best thing you can do. And, and here's the thing, Alex, right? Everyone's going to have opinions, but I also got told by the same person who told me about the no story, the event plus no story equals no problem. Um, don't take advice from broke or unhappy people. Now, that does not mean to say, so don't get me wrong, whoever's listening to this, that does not mean that if, I mean, if someone's in a great relationship, right. Um, uh, but they don't make a lot of money. I'll take relationship advice for sure, but I'm not going to take money advice from someone who doesn't make the amount of money that I want to make. Absolutely just, agree. And, and if someone's got an awful lot of money and they ain't happy, why would I listen to you? I want to be both. Why can't I be both? <laughs> like, I don't want this one or the other. I yeah. want money and I want time freedom, but I also want happiness. Yeah. Yeah. And it all exists, but you've got to be careful and mindful who number one, you're taking advice from and who you're surrounding yourself with, because there's always going to be people. I know there's lots of people. Somebody said to me once as well, there's going to be a third of people in this world who they really, really like you. And then there's going to be a third that are neither here nor there. Like they don't really sort of have an opinion on you. And there's going to be a third of people who really don't like you. And that's okay. Because yeah. you, you're not, your job is not for everybody to like you. Your job is for to you to be the best version of yourself, go about your own business, impact the lives in the world however you decide you're going to do it, not because it sounds good or not because 
you know, uh, it doesn't fit someone else's. It's got to sit right with you and be in alignment and integrity with what you want to represent and who you want to become in the world. Because I know that I want great relationships. And that's the thing, you know. At, At 54, when daddy passed away in that hospital, I want, I mean, that was very young to be taken, right? But that made me understand how, how precious time is and how precious um, relationships are and not this surface level crap. Like genuinely trying to find out how someone is and listen to them. Everyone is so goddamn busy in their own lives, their own heads, their own little bubbles. Listen, listen to people because there's people hurting, there's people you will find, you will attract people very like you. And where you can both compliment each other, listen, that's what a real friendship is. And I'm very specific, funnily, who I work with now, because I work with a target market of people that, I have a product and service, of course it helps a lot of people, but it's not for everybody. Do I want to help everybody? No, because I'm very protective of what I do. I think it's really precious. And it's my choice, it's my prerogative to give someone the opportunity if I feel that they deserve that or if I want them to be part of my team or I want to help impact them because I believe that they're ready to help themselves. I think that's a very important part of that actually you, that freedom in your job, in your profession as well, because you need to be able to choose your team mm-hmm. and you need to be able to choose who you work with. And I guess that's very important because I, I before when I was younger and when I started my business, I did some bad choices, you know, and now I know I have to look different way on the people like i really need to listen that's most important that's what you say i absolutely agree because when you don't listen you just you you don't know you can see things and people are very friendly here in australia but they're friendly for five minutes and they don't care i I met so many people for me there was different culture when i came here every girl that i never ever met before when i met someone they were hugging me and they were so excited to see me and i said but i never met you i first need to make a relationship with you and because that is something probably you know because you're you're from the side of the world that where i am from and i think we have different relationship creation i would say it's just really based on on trust and it's something deeper and that's why for me that was actually a little bit hard to adjust adjust i would say and mm-hmm. to the culture and understand that is just expression of greeting it's not that somebody like you or doesn't like you or don't like you. It was always just like, that's just expression of greeting. That's greeting. greeting. That's all. That's all yeah. what it is. It's just how they say hi. Yeah. And I was like, okay, just understand that. It's not just somebody yeah. expressing some love. Yeah. And that's, that's big different. You know, that was for me, like, I, did, I didn't understand at the beginning. Yeah. Because I, I know what you said. Like, I, I, would, I would choose all of them to be in my team because they, they were so nice yeah. <laughs> and loving. But it was not actually, when you're going deeper, it's just the way how they do things. But it's not anything about knowing someone, listen, listen to someone and know what is going on in their life. Mm-hmm. That, means, yeah, that, that changed a lot. Like when you really, really listen, I think it's important. You know, even at this time, especially with what the world is going through in this crisis, you know, I have to say, um, I've felt even more connected yeah. The people, um, so people have either gone away and into isolation and isolated themselves and gone into hibernation, or they've gone the opposite. It's made them realize, wow, 
now I have the time, if I don't make this time now to learn a new skill, to deepen my relationships, to connect with people, to reach out, to genuinely see how they're doing and not make it all about me. How that was great. I actually saw a lot of people doing that and actually call families. I, I actually was recording the voice messages to my family, everyone, to my friends, and I didn't, didn't hear from them so long. And after that, I was like, oh, this is actually the opportunity I have time during the day and I can connect with everyone. And I think that was actually a big opportunity or a big change, a positive change that our crisis brought. But I would like to ask at least something at, a, at the end, because it's a really great conversation and uh, oh, you made me cry. Don't. <laughs> you, you handled, but you handled it so great. I was like, okay, just, just don't stop talking because I wouldn't. And um, yeah, it was a really nice story. And, uh, but with, with a business that you have, I know it's hard because we all work for ourselves and um, sometimes it's hard. Probably it's not hard for you anymore. It's not hard for me actually anymore to have some kind of self-discipline because I, I have probably self-motivated goals. And I, I went through that all personal development and stuff. And I love that. I love that actually I'm waking up without alarm, just waking up at five and I, I, I don't have any more that, oh, I just don't want to go, from, you know, from bad. Like, yeah, if it's cold a little bit, but it's still, it's kind of like, I can't wait for the day. I can't wait to see what will happen, what I will achieve, what I can give away and, and who I will meet during the day. And I think that's amazing because you're doing same work and you're working with people. I just want to know what is actually keeping you motivated. Oh my God. To be honest with you, keeping me motivated is hearing from the team, right? When I, when they get, I've done so many three-way calls, three-way validation calls, reaching out to people in Canada, in the USA, in the UK, in New Zealand. It's like hearing their results. And you know, it's funny. Yes, absolutely. I'm in a, in a health transformation business, right? But it's the, it's not even the health. It's listening to the mums who are just so overwhelmed that they can play with their kids. They actually have the energy and they're not just crashing. You know, it's, it's the people who are, yes, they're fitting into their clothes. Yeah, that's fine. They've dropped some weight, whatever. But they're actually looking in the mirror and loving what they see and the confidence that's shining from them. That's what keeps me going. Then it's the, oh my God. So one of my girls last week, uh, was it this week? I only just celebrated her this week, but it was on the efforts that she's worked on over the last three years. Just made as her part-time gig, doing this as well, eating her overheads and sharing it with others. Um, she made enough money to fly herself to New Zealand. She's just got to fly the girls there as well. So hearing that, that she's made enough money to fly from the UK to New Zealand, enough for a ticket, that's changing lives that's bringing family closer together and that's why i'm doing this mm -hmm. and that's why i do it every day that's you know, great. my best friend is bringing is bringing her husband home from the mines yeah that's enough to keep me in the game there's just it's the stories it's the people it's the hearts it's the the money just makes you more of who you already are i believe yeah i it is definitely so important because I actually can say like, girls, you helped me so much because I was, I was going for IVF. I was going for trauma and six months ago, you remember probably when you met me, I was quiet and I was, uh, I was probably down. I was probably not smiling that much. Like I, I honestly didn't know what's going on. I was just done. And, uh, I was very careful what I will eat, how I will eat. And I was still, still quite healthy and I was still exercising, probably just keep myself busy, but it was not the right choice that time because I should actually lay down, sleep, 
and I should just put nutrition into my body. And that's probably the same what happens to you when you say like, you know, like, like your body kind of shut down or, you know, it's, it's just not in the best shape. And I didn't know everything sore, like my bones sore, my hips. And I was like, oh, it's coming from with the age, you know, it's just normal because everybody told me that we will be actually sore after forties. <laughs> and I was like, no, it can't be true because I was fine <laughs> until now. And I actually spoke with you, you and, uh, and Kelly, and I was, I spoke with naturopath and she was telling me the same thing. She was like, you need to just change your uh, nutrition intake. It's very important because you basically just run around and you just uh, using more and more energy and you don't have that energy. And I changed like last, I'm actually still in the challenge. It's uh, three months already, I think. And I still have one month to go. Correct. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel amazing. I should stop to eat, uh, drink my shakes already. <laughs> I think for like, because you, you, you have, I think beginning, you have like twice a day. And I was like, I will never, ever drink my lunch ever. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> I can't imagine. I was like, no, can't happen. And it happened. Mm. And that's what you say. It, when we are desperate, we really try anything to help ourselves. And I guess when we are desperate with money as well, we try to help ourselves and we do actually, we work hard. When, when our account is going down, I think everybody, you know, gets not motivated, but is desperate. Yeah. And I always urge people, don't become desperate. Don't become to the point when you are desperate. I should talk to you before. I should talk to naturopath before, you know, I should talk to people before and not just wait another few months and be desperate. That means I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think it's very important. It's so funny because we all understand the concept of yeah. protection and prevention. That's why we brush our teeth so they don't fall out, right? But for some reason, we forget to look after the body yeah. to the best of our ability from the inside out because that's what comes out through. Yeah, exactly. I would say that's so important because I always say everyone who is coming to me is like, okay, treat yourself well first. Think about yourself first for a few days and, and really think what you did last one week or two weeks for yourself nothing usually is nothing people say nothing i'm just going to work taking care of kids and family let me see yeah, that's really good advice probably <laughs> just really start to focus on yourself but do you have anything at the end like what you would like to add or just spread a word <laughs> um you have to do something that makes you happy it doesn't matter what it is right but here's the thing if you if you know of someone who either has the health the body the life the financial success that you want, don't be afraid because usually happy, successful, financially well-set people are more than willing to help you, yeah. show you the way on how to get there. So be open, be coachable, but more importantly, you know, just be skeptical, sure, but give, give anything a chance because you're never gonna know. If you're stuck, you're not a tree. You can move, you can change your circumstances. So what's, yeah. what's stopping you? Only yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank you very much. That's so wise. <laughs> thank you very much for your words. Thank you very much for being here. Uh, and I guess everybody enjoyed this uh, interview. And if you would like to find Lena, you can find her on Facebook, I guess, or Instagram. Yes, Share. both on Facebook and Instagram. Lynn Fitzies, F-I-T-Z-Y-S. There's only one of me. <laughs> so yeah, in Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much. And I hope I will see you again. I, I have you again, probably. And we can talk about some other topics about personal development, and all that, all that things, because I really enjoy that. I'd love that. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. See you next time. See Bye. ya.